Gregorian. Hi. Your, your room smells so good today. It does. Wow. Uh, we're implementing Smell-O-Vision next week, so you'll be able to experience all the... It smells like fresh laundry on a summer's day. Normally it smells like growth boy, mm. but it's pretty good. But I'm a clean one this week. You are. It's nice. All right. Welcome to Bad Vice. Welcome to Bad Vice, everybody. We'll put a... We'll put we'll put one of those uh, cold opens in there somewhere. I'll figure it out later. Yeah. Uh, that music you just heard though, that was from Paul Zoba, my boy. Oh, thank you, Paul, for thank the music. You, Paul. And thanks, Andrew, for making the little uh, logo for us. That was pretty cool of you. So cool. We don't do much at work, so we find ways to keep busy. Um, yeah, we're on iTunes now. We're on Google Play. Um, we're gonna try and get up on Spotify soon, but honestly. You're too fucking picky because we're giving you so many options already. Like, no, people keep asking for more, and all uh, we do is give, give, give. No, we love them. We what love I, them. What I do now is I just have thumbsticks filled <laughs> with the show, and I duct tape them onto uh, expensive cars. Oh, yeah, I could try and drum up business, you know. That's nice of you. Yeah, this cool. is bad advice. What is bad advice, Robin? Bad advice is a podcast where uh, us two, the two, the two best friends in the whole wide world, the gruesome twosome. We uh. We go through the internet's most questionable questions. Questions on the, and the internet. And the most answerable answers. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh my we keep goodness. it real. We got some good ones this week. Uh, we're going to read the ones that we've read and the other person hasn't read them. So, yeah. genuine reactions. No, genuine actions, because it's the first time it's happening. They're not yeah. reacting to anything, it's just acting. Yeah. Um,. Who should go first this week? Well, I went first last week, so why don't you go, little, okay. little bunny? I got two today, so I'll let you pick okay. the first one. Okay. And I think I know which one you're going to pick. Because <laughs> it's pretty obvious which one's the better one. Okay. okay. So the first one is called Big Sister Worries About Her Little's Media Use. Okay. Lame, right? So lame. Second one. My roommate steals tubs of butter in the night. Well, yeah. You, you Which one are we going for? Which one? Oh, we are definitely doing butter tubs. We're going to actually be sampling butter samples while we're reading this episode. Butter tubs is what they called me in college. That's <laughs> what they still call you, Robin. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Butter tubs over here. All right. Let's go right into it. Let's see. Dive in. Uh, real quick, have you ever had a roommate that stole from you? And what are the names? Uh, numbers? Uh... <laughs> Place the police can find them. I once stole a sweater from my roommate and wore it uh, months later, and uh, she saw me. Well, at a you stole bar. it but didn't wear it for months. Yeah, until I months took it. later. Maybe I just never wore it around her. And then one day we were out months later, and she was like, "Is that my sweater? Is there a hole in it?" I was like, "Yeah, but you, you put your head through it, you dummy." <laughs> God. No. What kind of sweater was it? It was this great cardigan that went with everything. Oh my God! But you didn't wear it for months. Because you didn't go with anything. I apparently. did. I think I just strategically didn't wear it around her until I forgot that. Was this it... malicious? No, we were just the same size, which was perfect. So yes, it was malicious. <laughs> no, is that what that Guess means? what, Robin? There's fucking millions of people the same size as you. You can't steal their shit. <laughs> well, I won't. I... I fit in this car pretty well. <laughs> I it was, you know, yeah, it was malicious. It was self selfish. Mm-hmm. I wanted the sweater, and so I took it. I uh, I never stole from my roommates, but when we were in dorms, 
and there was alcohol in the fridge, that was like a fair game, you know? Really? Yeah, because, I feel you like know. that's the thing that should have the most strict rules about it. Not when you're 18 and you need to drink. True. All right, true, true, true. let's find out why she's stealing tubs of butter. Butter tubs. Maybe she just likes to get slippery in it. Ew. All right. My roommate steals tubs of butter in the night. I'm pretty sure she's bulimic. Should I confront her? Whoa. Wait a minute. This went from being cute and funny to being like, well, your questions always do this. They get you. You're they like, get you right in you're the You're like, here's right silly something. And then it's dark. Okay, bring it on. I'm ready. This one's just full of twists and turns. I hope you're ready for this. Uh, yeah, I am. This is my last ever friend or foe. Thanks to all of those who have followed the column since 2009. This is Lucinda. This I was is just about to ask. Last ever friend or When foe. was this? 2009? 2009. Where were okay. you in 2009? I was 19. Ooh, Ooh, I just gave away my age. That makes um, you 20. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, where was I? I was in Halifax. I was in school. Stealing tubs of butter. Stealing sweaters for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dear friend or foe. A new girl, Bess. We will call her. We will call her Bess, is what they called her. Okay. A new girl, Bess, recently moved into our group house at college. At first, I could have been more excited. We got along great, and she seemed fun and responsible. Fun Bess. I always I always tell my friends that you're fun, but you're responsible, and that's really what I appreciate about you. I you're like so to feel, responsible. I like to feel safe when I'm having fun. So. Mm-hmm. That's why I like, I like you so much, Gorian. Thank you. After a couple of weeks, however, some mysterious things began to happen. Large portions of food not belonging to her would go missing overnight. Considering the stealthy manner in which food was taken and the sheer amount of it, almost two tubs of butter cleaned out in ten days. That's crazy. That's a lot of butter. <laughs> That's a lot of butter. She doesn't have butter fingers. She just has butter body. Butter bod. Butter bod. I began to suspect she might have an eating disorder. Since then... My suspicions have been affirmed. I've heard her throwing up multiple times with no explanation. The situation came to a head last week when one of my other roommates confronted her about missing food. She kicked the door and screamed about how offended she was by the accusation. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I am offended! Ah! (laughs) Bess, we know you took the... Don't kick the door, Bess! Wow, Bess is full of secrets, you know? Um... Kick the door. That's a bit of a have you overreaction. Ever, have you ever overreacted in a like physical no. way? You've never punched a wall. Um, I'm actually kind of ashamed that I only act like that when I'm by myself. No, this is a hundred percent true. Um, whenever I'm at home by myself and like I drop something, I get really angry, you know, and I just oh my God. I curse up a storm on the spot. I'm really so loudly. sad I'll never see that. I'm shocked and surprised that I do it, and I hope no one ever like records me secretly because it would be just embarrassing. To you're such to a that. docile creature most I know. of the time. I'm like a sloth, but on the inside, I'm an <laughs> angrier sloth. Like like and inside that that sloth, you need an angrier sloth. <laughs> and inside that sloth, best. Yeah, I was gonna say we're getting towards best anger. So she kicked in the door, mm-hmm. said, I didn't eat the butter, <laughs> heard her throwing up. All right, where's this going to go? Since that day, her behavior has become even more erratic. Though I normally don't shy away from hard discussions, this one left me puzzled. On one hand, I feel responsible for Bess's safety and I'm deeply concerned about her. On the other, 
I'm scared of what a confrontation might do to our home environment, and I'm actually afraid she might get physical or even violent. Wouldn't just that's just the worst uh, roommate to have in university. Real, yeah. You're like, uh, excuse, could you not eat our food? And then she starts beating on you. <laughs> yeah, poor Bess. You know, poor Bess. Poor roommates. She's clearly struggling. She's got some demons, Bess. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you heard of the word hangry before? <laughs> but she's she shouldn't be. She's eating an <laughs> awful lot of butter. Yeah, I, I average about two tubs every ten days. <laughs> You know, look, did she put it on stuff? Bread, bread and butter, right? You think the bread would be going missing too. Like, it's interesting. (laughs) She's like, our food is going missing, but the butter is the thing that is like the most notable. Yeah. You know? I mean. It's not like she ate all my bagels or three eggs were missing. It's mm -hmm. like, no, she's going through like pounds and pounds of butter. They got a Costco-sized butter tub and (laughs) it just disappears in five days. Tess's mom got them a lot of butter when they mm. moved in and Bess ate it all. This will last you a couple of weeks, you know, a couple of months. months. Mom, can we get more butter? Bess ate it all. Bess horked it down and then started fighting me and kicked my door. What if she went to kick the door, but she was so slippery because she was covered, covered in, in butter? Covered in butter. Hmm. Mm. Alright, where do we stop here? I don't know. She's scared of the confrontation and what might do... What might... Oh my god. Wow. I'm drunk what are you drinking right now. over there? Some bows. It's Saturday. It's a beautiful day outside. It is. On the other, I'm scared of what a confrontation might do to our home environment, and I'm actually afraid she might get physical or even violent. Her parents live in town, and I've considered contacting them with the information. You've considered it? I considered it. You think she has an eating disorder and you've only considered calling her parents? I feel like you need an intervention. I feel like you go to her house and open her fridge. It's all butter in there. I just feel like, why take the time to write to a stranger? Yeah, it's... This is always my issue, and I feel like it's going to keep coming up. Like, why not just take action? That's the kind of person I am. Right, we're action takers. We are. We start the podcast. We get it going, right? These people... get stuff done. Mm-mm-mm. Not these people. But that still leaves me with... That still leaves me to live with the aftermath. Is staging an intervention worth the risk, or should the rest of the house continue biting their tongues in fear? No, no, not out of fear. You should be worried for Bess and her well-being. Sincerely, to speak or not to speak. Here's what I think about this right now. I'm fired up about this one. I think that it is a topic that goes two ways, right? The butter's missing, you know? Who... Butter's cheap, all right? You can get a tub of butter. It's not about the butter. It's about Bess. They yes. should have called her Bess. There's too many B's in this story. Buttery Bess. Big Be- buttery Bess. Big buttery beautiful Bess. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Kicked in my door. Bess. <laughs> <laughs> the better Bess Bureau, you know, will wow. come check you out. But yeah, I think that this is one of those scenarios where it's not about the butter. It's about Bess and her safety and her well-being. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that she should, the roommate should approach Bess but they said she got violent when that happened, didn't they? But if she's bulimic, she can't be that hard to take. Was yeah. that an insensitive thing to say? Mm. I'm sorry. We we lost our butter promotions because of that statement. <laughs> God damn it, Robin. <sighs> it was an attempt to be a joke. It wasn't tasteful. Um, Not like butter. That's tasteful. <laughs> That's so I tasteful. I put that on my toast. Yeah. So what advice would you give to her? What advice would you give to the roommate with the roommate that eats the butter. You absolutely need to contact her parents. When you're like in university or college or whatever, you're still 
children. You need mm-hmm. your parents still. You're like so vulnerable. You need to call her mom. Mm-hmm. You need to tell her that you're worried. And you don't even need to tell her why you're worried. But I think if one of my friends called my mom being like, I'm worried about Robin, my mm-hmm. mom would instantly take action mm-hmm. at that age. You know, you don't even need to tell her why. Your mom would go in and investigate all the butter rage eating. My mom would be like, just buy him more butter, you know, keep him happy. (laughs) Keeps his insides nice and lubed, you know, nothing bad can stick in there. (laughs) It's the be all butter It's the rage and the the vomiting, you Mm. know, that's not something to take lightly. Yeah, because you hear the, you notice the butter's missing. Okay, then you hear the vomiting. Okay, it's like a double-edged sword now, you know, you have to confront her about stealing the food, but also about if she needs help. Mm -hmm. And then you add on the violent aspect well, yeah, obviously she's taking it because she's getting so defensive. And obviously there's a major underlying issue because she's so defensive. So That's a can of worms. Right. And I think maybe it's a, it's time for the parents to come in. It's not really, it's a little too big for these college girls to deal with. Bess might need to go home for a while. Forget the parents. Let's ask Lucinda what she thinks. Yeah, I would actually, I feel like uh, I like Lucinda's advice. Mm-hmm. I tend to agree with her let's see let's see if i do (laughs) dear to speak or not to speak what a depressing situation oh lucinda i think you should i think you should ask bess out for coffee make sure (laughs) make sure it's in a public setting that allows for some measure of privacy (laughs) then in the most sympathetic way possible without alluding to your missing ramen noodles your roommate's (laughs) mistake was to begin with an accusation tell her you think she's a great person you're so happy to have gotten to know her, and you're really concerned about what she's doing to her body. You want to try to get her the help she needs. It's unlikely she'll get physical with you in the middle of a Starbucks. You haven't been to a Starbucks, yeah. have you, Lucinda? I don't know if all the listeners know, but Gorian and I met when we were both... We worked at Starbucks together. We were both baristas. Yeah. And we saw a lot of shit go down. A lot of confrontations. People bring people to Starbucks just to confront them <laughs> because they know we can't kick them out legally. <laughs> We see people fighting. We go, would you like some more coffee with that? More whipped cream. Oh, my goodness. Do you miss Starbucks? I just miss seeing you every day. No, you don't, you (laughs) fucking liar. And even if she storms out, maybe she'll take the message to heart later. Bottom line, you don't have to be best friends with this girl. When you were in um, dormitories and stuff in university, did you pick your roommates? Like, how was that? I didn't have a roommate. Oh. I have my own room. Oh, my God. Mm, yeah, Stella has a university. It's a very bourgeois establishment. Who stole my butt? Oh, that was me. Me. Yeah. I oh, ate all I the ate fucking butter. butter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again. That's why they called me butter tubs at Dal. I had two roommates that I knew before and then two roommates we didn't know. And it was like a five-person apartment. Jeez. And we were the bad roommates because I would not want to live with us if I was <laughs> back then again. I once lived in a house with nine other people. Oh my God. That was a crazy year. I could have a whole podcast just about that. What would you call the podcast? Uh, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going anywhere, Robin. <laughs> Bottom line, you have to be best friends with this girl. But please to... But please be as compassionate as you can possibly be. Bulimia is part of the OCD spectrum and can be very hard to treat. For its sufferers, it also deeply shameful involves and involves large helpings of self-loathing. Large helpings? Is that the correct words to use, Lucinda? She's, uh, yeah, she's... She's riding the line. For its sufferers, it also deeply shameful and involves large helpings 
of self-loathing. Hence the anger and the impulse to hide behind... Nope, nope. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Our listeners have all tuned You know what, guys? Stay tuned, because I'm about to read, and I'm real good at it. I haven't passed the third grade yet, Honestly. so we'll get there. Okay. All right, let's finish this off. There's only a couple Please. more sentences. For its sufferers, it's also deeply shameful and involves large helpings of self-loathing. Hence the anger and the impulse to hide what's really going on. My guess is that Bess will end up moving out, and she probably should. Someone with her condition might do better in an apartment by herself, where she can control what food comes in and out. But even if she does, and you never speak to her again, at least you'll have tried to have help. I'd also leave her parents out of it for now. The humiliation factor is probably already so high that, should you add a worried-looking mom and dad to the mix, she might just lose it. Okay, I, d- I don't agree with Lucinda on this. Yeah, that's... I don't know. I don't think that's a... The does, she, does Lucinda answer. realize she's talking to someone who's probably 19 and doesn't know what the hell they're talk, they're doing? Lucinda's basically saying, just ignore her and she'll fucking move out and then you don't have to deal <laughs> yeah. with her anymore. She's like, the lease is up in three months, yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. Just stop buying butter and she'll leave. <laughs> she'll Sw- start buying her own. Switch to margarine. Yeah, Lucinda, she's done better. Mm. She's um, no Carvel. No, I think that you should talk to the parents no matter what. Yes. Because... You don't want to deal with that. It's It'll help because either they don't know what's going on and it'll introduce them to that, or they know what's going on and then you can try and find best some help somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what? This one got me in a real downer mood. I know. What the hell, Gorian? You need to... You, I need to pick better ones. You always pick ones that go so dark. Like last week with the cribbage people and like... You know what? You put a, a tub of butter in the title. I'm hooked. Listen, I've got one that's going to school yours. I'm super pumped to just sit back and listen because reading's kind of hard right now for me. How many, how many beers have you had? <sighs> just start reading, bro. Come on. Okay. Let's do it. Um, so this is from Slate.com, and it's Dear Prudence. We talked to her last yeah, week. Yeah, Prudy. Um, also known as Mallory Ortberg. The friggin' duck herself. The duck herself. The mallard. Um, So this one's called Ghostly Mother-in-Law. My in-laws are unbelievably superstitious. Very superstitious. Okay, continuing. My mother-in-law believes she's psychic. My father-in-law believes her. And my husband, otherwise rational... Let me... Okay. I'm sorry, real quick, right there. Okay. The mother-in-law believes she's... Spiritual? What was Psychic. it? Psychic. She can predict the future. And they said the husband believes her? The fa- So yeah, her the mother-in-law um, is psychic. psychic. The father-in-law believes her. And if you would have let me finish well, my I'm, thought. Let me just say. Oh my God. The father-in-law puts up with her. He believes. He doesn't believe her. We haven't got. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, honey. Uh-huh. You're contacting the spirits right now. <laughs> oh, are they, are they asking you to leave the house and leave me alone for a couple of hours? No. Oh, well, okay, I guess. The husband does not believe it in the slightest. Come on. Can we get into this, please, Gorian? Fine. All right. <laughs> give it to me. You are acting like you're a psychic right now by assuming what's going to happen in this article. And you're acting like a fucking psycho. So <laughs> let's continue. My husband, otherwise rational, turns out we can't know for sure, credulous around her. I find the stream of insights and ghost sightings grating. But they wait, 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 grading like, like so grading, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <A> C plus <laughs> attitude. But they can believe what they want until it reaches the end of my nose. 
what does that mean? Anyway, my husband and I are looking to buy a house, and his mother is constantly bothering me with her visions of dark auras and bad vibes about the houses. She's not even with us. Apparently. She's dead? No, she's not with them when they're looking at the houses. She's probably texting, being like, oh, Margaret, don't go in there. Have you ever had a spooky encounter? Yes. What was it? <laughs> I was a child. I don't want to talk about it. Wait, wait, wait. No, you... Okay, so my great aunt lived in one of the oldest homes in New Brunswick. And if you've ever been to New Brunswick, you know that that means something. Because like, all the homes are old. How old is the oldest? Like, literally, like, 250 years old. We're talking about old houses. How big is this? Is it, like, a one house? It's like a one huge... one-bedroom house? No, it was, like, a massive, massive historical home with, like, a spiral mahogany staircase the whole bit. And it was, like, out in rural uh, New Brunswick. Why don't they just burn it down and put, like, a parking lot there or something useful? <laughs> because it's beautiful but my great aunt used to tell me that the house was haunted and there were all of these stories and i have very particular memories of being very aware of like not being alone in that house but and i'm not even the kind of person who's like into that sort of thing but whenever i'm in that house it's still how often are you in the old the world's oldest house in nova scotia like in how new often brunswick is, uh, same thing. different thing um, all the time, because it was my great aunt. We'd go visit her all the time. Wait, she lives in that in that house? She did, yeah. She did? Then she died. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who owns the house now? Um, the government. No. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they're just going to put a parking lot there. Part of that house is now a museum, yes. It's true. Anything over 100 years old is automatically a museum. Like people or houses. Anyway, that was my spooky encounter. That's it? You felt... No, there was there, in the house. There have been lots of things, but I just feel like I like to come across as a very rational person. And mm -hmm. if I start talking about this publicly, I'm going to be known as that like crazy girl. You already oh <laughs> finish that sentence. Dorian. I hate that you alluded to having some sort of crazy story about ghosts and goblins and ghouls, <laughs> and all that happened was oh, I sent something. Like, what? Well, come on. <laughs> Fuck, dude. No, seriously. Like, if you're going to build up something like that. I didn't. You just asked me. Okay. What? Have you ever had a spooky experience? Mm -hmm. You I have? A, a real one. Tell me. Oh, my God. This does not seem like something you'd be into. No. I told you I saw a UFO once, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, I have had experience with paranormal events, um, <laughs> a.k.a. leaky pipes, as you'll find. Uh, I was in Serbia, the former Yugoslavia. <laughs> Can you tell it in the accent? Former Yugoslavia. <laughs> Your voice every time goes down like 400. Dobar <laughs> So I was in Serbia and I was staying at my uncle's house and there was, I was going inside to wash my hands because we were having like, uh, I think my uncle shot something in the backyard <laughs> and we were eating it and just fucking putting on a spit roast over a fire. And... Of course, they want to be sanitary, so they say, go clean your hands. So <laughs> I go inside, and I'm cleaning my hands. And the faucet did one of those things where it just started fucking pouring out water when both of the faucets were closed. You know, you might not know this, but in the former Yugoslavia, plumbing wasn't a big thing. <laughs> a lot of it was pails of water that we had to carry up and down hills, you know. So this was a new technology for us. Which is why I was so spooked by it in the moment. But looking back at it now, there's a rational explanation for it. Which is? I don't know. A leaky pipe. <laughs> that you was know? a riveting story. What are we at right now? I've been talking about that pipe for 
23 minutes so far. I know. I blacked out for All sure. All right. So let's get back to Dear Prudence, can All we? Right. Because I'm tired of listening to you talk. Let's do it. Um, so, yeah, she constantly is bothering me with her visions of dark auras and bad vibes about the houses. She's not even with us. Apparently, she can tell a duplex has more ghosts than Disney's haunted house from two states away. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what the fuck did any of that just mean? I don't know. It's that thing that people do, and I would love to get to the to the root of it. Why in these advice columns people feel the need to be so colorful with their storytelling? Yeah, it's like... It's, are they trying to get the attention of... Do you think like they assume so many people are submitting to these mm-hmm. advice I gotta columns? I got to stand out somehow. Yeah, so they're like... Gotta make some cutesy references. So she says she can tell if a duplex has more ghosts than a ghost ride at Disneyland? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, continue. I'd just tune her out, but my husband says we should listen to keep the peace. So it's the husband's mom? Yeah. Okay. The mother-in-law of this woman. So the husband's mom? Yes. And to clarify, I said yes, the mother-in-law. Don't switch the names up like that. Okay, so it's... What did the husband say about it? That we should listen to her to keep the peace. Apparently, she won't ever visit if the house is haunted. The duplex or the haunted house ride at Disneyland? Which sounds like a great reason to buy the house, Mm. if you ask me. Um, My husband caving to her is the worst part of it. Is this going to be how it is moving forward? It's a house! A mortgage! The only thing to tie us together more would be a child. So I'm wondering if maybe we need to rethink more than just the haunted house. Or am I being unreasonable? Wow, she's like, do I ditch the hubs? Because his mm. mom is so nuts. I'd say I yes. would love to be involved with someone who had a crazy mother. Because it's but ripe like, for comedic potential. Yeah, like in a funny way. Like not like riding my ass all the time. But if I had someone texting me all the time being like, don't go in there. I heard it's haunted. I'd be like, this is amazing. This is so funny. Brad, can you call your mom up? She's fucking hilarious. Yeah, your mom's losing her mind again, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> can you call her and deal with this? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so curious uh, if the person replying to this believes in ghosts and ghouls and goblins, you know? If Mallory? Yeah, I- I'd love it if the person just replied, uh, you, you should b- listen. You should. Honestly, <laughs> I got a shiver just now. She's got some reasons. <laughs> and uh, All right, let's keep going. I'm, I'm, I'm on board for this. So that was the question. Do we, so Is there a little recap at the end there? Uh, you want me to do a recap? Just what's the main question? Because these guys Should, always... Uh, so I'm wondering if maybe we need to rethink more than just the haunted house. Or am I being unreasonable? She wants to rethink the marriage? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's pretty crazy. Like, how mu- how much is the mom up in their business? And she said she's two states away. So, like, why is it that big of a deal? Just ignore her text messages. But it really bothers her how much her husband listens to her. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a little mama's boy. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, so who's uh, who's the responder? Do we know? It's dear Prudence. Prudy. Honestly, Gorian, you need to listen more. I'm sorry. Who are you? <laughs> Read the freaking answer. <laughs> the answer is, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. 
If your husband's response to this has been, sorry, we're going to have to pass on this affordable duplex until my mom is convinced it's not chock-a-block with ghosts, <laughs> then that's a bad strategy. His idea of keeping the peace is financially and re- relationally, that's not a real word, is I it? Relationally unreasonable and you should make it clear to him that while you won't go out of your way to antagonize her or make fun of her conviction that she is some sort of real estate medium you're also not going to entertain endless requests to put off buying a home until she can sweep it for signs of the paranormal i love mallory she is she is the queen of real talk you know like Mm -hmm. she just she peppers in some sass, and I like that. I like to picture that when you talk to her in real life, she kind of crosses her arms and, like, bites her lip at me and goes, mm-hmm, 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 Oh, boy, mm-hmm. she says. Are you done? Okay. Okay. Here's why you're an idiot. Yeah, I bet she wears a power suit all the time. What's a power suit? Like Hillary Clinton. Like, matching power suit. Don't just name another person that wears a power suit to explain what a power suit is. Pretty sure that makes it incredibly clear. I've never seen a picture of Hillary Clinton in my life. What's a power suit? That's the biggest uh, lie. Don't do that. Don't do that voice. You can't explain what a power suit is to me right now. Power suit, Gorian, is a suit that a woman wears, a blazer and pants, or perhaps a skirt. So a suit. That match. Oh, sorry, what? So a suit. A suit. Suit. You didn't do your vocal warm-ups before we did no. this. Um, yeah, it is a power suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? What? It's a power suit. It typically matches perfectly typically in a bright bold color or a pastel and it is what a woman wears when she walks in the room and takes charge of would you everyone fuck anyone who wears a piece of attire that begins with the word power these are my power gloves uh they uh they it's help different me. it's different this when men wear things that they this is my power tie if a woman wears something and she calls it a power suit that's so sexy. If a man wears anything and says, here's my power pants, I'd be like, get the hell out of here. Mm. But a man in a suit? Mm. But women are like, we're so down at the bottom of the barrel, we need to be like, it's a power suit. Mm. Okay, whatever you say, Robin. Enjoy your power suits and enjoy your power walking. And enjoy your Women power- do power walk. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> I see them swinging their arms up and down the fucking streets around here. You live in Yorkville, so yes, you would. A lot of power walking here. A lot of power suits here. Power suits, power walking. Powerful. Powerful. (laughs) All right, let's read this answer. Okay, we did already. Good to know where you're at. Honestly, you know, Gorian, my mom listened to the first one and she was like, Gorian needs to listen more. He asked you to repeat yourself many times. And I was like, mom, you should come on our show. I'm just eating a tub of butter and I'm just got a little consumed with it right now. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so that's that. Um, I agree with Mallory. She's a feisty little fox. Yeah, I like she her. wears a power suit, doesn't she? I just said that. Oh, you know who my else God. Wears a power suit? I literally just said Mallory Powerful wears a power Hillary suit. Clinton. All the time. She wears a power suit, too. You are so annoying I'm today. I'm dying to see what a picture of a power suit is. It's funny because in our first episode, we tried to be really kind of polite to each other. Can you and wear now, a power suit next time you're here? Yes. Every t- everything so I, I can wear. respect you a little bit at least. <laughs> oh my Cause God. Because right now, you can't go any lower. 
I would just like to say thank you for actually wearing pants today. To You're our fully dressed as a session. clown right now. The, the audience <laughs> can't see it, but you have a fucking bright red nose. I'm sorry, your power nose. That's what you called it before we started rolling. Your power... Uh, your your power flower and your your power wig and you're a power clown. Congratulations. Fuck no. Are we done with this question? I'm, Can we move on? I'm would... fucking over this question, okay? Ghosts what? and goblins and suits. Oh my god. You ready for another one? Can you do you promise to read it properly? I'll use my power voice. <laughs> Please do. You know what the episode's gonna be called? Gorian's power suit. Just power. Power suit. All right. Big sister worries about her little's media use. I feel like this is also gonna get dark because you chose it. She's gonna be worried that she's being like kidnapped by some pervert on the internet, isn't it? This is an Ask Amy. Advice for the real world. Oh, I do like Ask Amy. April 18th, 2018. It's current. It's modern. I thought Amy was from like forever ago. Uh, she died recently or not recently she was like 94 or something and she died this year though six more years she could be in a museum she lives in the oldest <laughs> in house in nova scotia New Brunswick. dear amy i am a 30 year old woman with no children mm-hmm. as you should be mm-hmm. well fuck you and your <laughs> advice don't implant your just because you're older than me doesn't mean you know more than me okay i think that's exactly what it robin's means. 48 years old <laughs> and i look amazing don't forget you look like you're 84 <laughs> i am mentoring a 12 year old girl through the big sisters program do we have that in canada yeah I, brother, I, I have like a legitimate big brother, but I fucking hate that guy. So if I could get like, <laughs> if someone out there wants to sponsor me, um, feels I like, like sometimes that's what I do. Drinking, I like partying, <laughs> I like Jeopardy. Okay, so if you feel like you want a little brother named Gorian, Gorian, Sandy is a great, strong-willed kid, but has been through the ringer with a history of sexual abuse. Her dad in prison for most of her life. Serious? She's Robin's shaking her head at me. <laughs> Honestly, I gotta say, I just read the titles. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> shit, Gorian. <laughs> Becomes glaringly obvious. I thought this was gonna be about. Um, Would just like to state for the record that um, I predicted the hell out of that. So maybe I'm a little psychic. You are wearing your power suit. I feel like you're feeling all the energy in the room right That's now. Right. I'm picking up on a lot of bullshit. I thought this was gonna be about sororities. Because it's called Big Sister Worries About Her Little's Media Use. The other one was about sororities, and it got me down in the dumps. That's true. All right, let's keep going. Cause, uh, well, it's too late now. Maybe there's a, a light at the end of this tunnel. I can't her dad imagine. in prison for most of her life. Serious, prov- serious poverty. <laughs> I'm doing it again. Serious poverty. Serious pottery, actually. I'm sorry. I was reading that wrong for <laughs> 10 minutes. Her dad went to jail for making too much pot. <laughs> He is great with a kiln. (laughs) Magic hands. You killed him. (laughs) And her mom giving up custody. Bracket. Just to name a few. Good. This doesn't faze me. My question is regarding the kind of media she consumes. (laughs) She had a hard life. Her dad's in prison. Her mom didn't want her, but... uh, I think she might be watching a lot of porn. Her Instagram is just full of crazy things. (laughs) These memes she's following are just... mm -mm. She follows all the Kardashian sisters. (laughs) And they don't even drive cars. 
This doesn't phase me. My question is regarding the kind of media she consumes. She has never had any supervision at all and has always had unlimited access to a smartphone and the internet. I'm afraid of this 12-year-old. <laughs> this 12-year-old would scare you. No supervision and a smartphone? Oh, my God. Hot stuff. All right. As a result, her favorite music is the most intense kinds of gangsta rap. She loves a good Cardi B, and so does your girl Robin. Mm-hmm. With shocking and horrible language. She loves horror and R-rated movies, and her idols are all incredibly trashy reality-slash-YouTube teens with prison records. <laughs> This is like a Black Mirror episode almost, just because it was posted two days ago. It was posted on April 18th. And just to hear these words coming out of someone's mouth saying, yeah. you know, uh, are you going to have kids one day? Are you asking me? No, the person, the spirit behind you, okay? <laughs> Where did that come from? Am I going to have kids? Well, hopefully not for have a Have you had time. kids? <laughs> well, I've brought it you here today. It surprise me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Why? Why not? But why are you asking me? If you don't want them, you can just give them away, it seems like. Yeah. Someone will take them. Yeah. And I'll, you know, listen to lots of gangster rap by myself. I am a total bookworm square and was raised in white no upper shit. middle class suburbia. <laughs> this is the question, Robin. I'm just saying this she spelled that me. out pretty clearly for us. So this was definitely new territory to me. I know this kind of stuff can't be healthy for a little kid to be taking in. And my question is how I should handle it when she regularly pulls up her favorite videos or songs to show me. What music did you listen to when you were a kid? Oh my god. When I was 12? Yeah. How old, what grade are you in when you're 12? Grade, grade 7? 6 or 7? 6 or 7. Um, big, big sync fan. Holy oh cow. Oh my god. So no gangster rap for you. No, I, well like. Did you not watch, did you not like listen or watch something that you were like, it's after hours, you know, like mom and dad are asleep and you fucking whip when out When I was 12, that was when like around the time that Britney Spears like went from being like cute Who? lovely little Britney to being like super sexy Britney and I remember getting up early in the morning before my parents were up to watch to much music to okay. and to jerk off hell yeah dude finger blast to the Spears herself <laughs> Spears for years hashtag Spears for years hashtag Spears in a power suit gets me going I used to listen to um like I'm white so Eminem and stuff like that I remember Listening to it on like a real player and stuff like that, you know, that was my jam back in the day. Snoop Dogg and like Dr. Dre. I used Dr. to love Dre. like Jennifer Lopez. Who? Oh, stop! <laughs> You're so annoying. I'm so drunk. <laughs> oh my god. You're a bully. You're a total bookworm square. So whatever. I have to keep myself from cringing. I want to be a good role model, and I do not want her to feel like I am judging her. Or putting down her favorite stuff. Should I gently say dot 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 anything? Should I just keep my mouth shut and nod neutrally? Signed, no kid experience. Yes, you should. She's not your kid. She's her little sister. How often do you see a little sister if you're like doing this whole adoption Probably thing? Probably once. They're not adopt. It's not an adoption thing. It's like a slow adoption process. No, it's not. It's see like you volunteer. Month, twice a month. I know people who have like who do the program. And they as the little sister or the big sister as the big okay big brother not as interesting but the big brother mm -hmm. and 
they I think they see them like on the weekends, like Saturdays and stuff. So that's your whole weekend done. Well, you spend like Saturday afternoon, probably from like 11 a.m. to like three, like at the museum and the eating museum. cookies or whatever. Eating cookies. I don't know. At the museum? Sure. There's like cafes and museums. Would you adopt a little sister? Uh, if I had time, but will I, you adopt me as a little brother? I feel like I have, and when we listen <laughs> and back, you're not doing a good fucking job, obviously. <laughs> listen, I take good care of you, Gorian. I'm your guiding light. You're my black aura, or whatever that pantsuit lady said she saw in the middle of the night. You are a piece of work today. I just got to say, mm. Some, sometimes you get mm. Gorian on a good day where he's like articulate and lovely. And then you get him on days like this. He's a real pain I'm in the ass. a little quirky today. A little, a little goofy. Yeah, you Ooh. are a little goofball today, Gorian. Honestly, respect me a little bit more, okay? Listen. Dear No Experience, your mentor at the Big Sisters program might have specific recommendations for how to handle this. So first things first, talk to your manager about yeah, it. Like ask for advice for someone who is, you know, <laughs> your boss. able to give it. <laughs> you don't get paid for this, do you? No, it's volunteer. Oh my god. It's like a charity thing that people do. Good people. It's know? free babysitting. It's you do it to give back to the community. I want to give back the kid. You are giving back <laughs> to the kid too. <laughs> oh my god. All right. My view is that you should approach this the way the parents the world over are forced to tackle media use, through paying attention and gentle inquiry, and by exposing this adolescent to more positive messages. Did you like watch things on the internet when you were that age? Because I was like a I was big into like RuneScape and MapleStory and things like that as a kid, and I had this friend named Herman who I met on RuneScape, and I was really good friends with him. He was from Norway, and he got to level ninety nine and all of the runescape like categories like wood chopping and all that stuff fire making level 99 across the board and he was one of the like, i think the top 10 or 50 players in the world and he got so good at it that he just got bored so he started collecting lasers so he would talk to me about his lasers and he would shoot these lasers at the moon because there's a mirror on the moon that they put so that you can shoot a laser at it and bounce it right fucking back to you and you can see the laser going off the moon right back to you did you get all that <laughs> this podcast isn't gonna fucking work if we don't give each other something. Okay? Sorry, that was fascinating. I, Herman, I wish you well. I, I wish. You know what? This podcast is called Finding Herman from now on because I want to find him and I want to say, it's me. It's me. It's me. Gorian. SpongeBob underscore one nine nine four four hotmail dot com. I can't believe you had a friend with a name weirder than yours. Do you ever have internet friends? You. Do you have any friends? <laughs> You. <laughs> mm, so zero friends. When Sandy shows you something, you can ask her, what do you like about this? What is it about? Encourage her to interrupt some of what she is consuming instead of letting it wash over her. You can also share your own reaction. When I hear this, it sounds like they are putting down girls. I worry that this language is not good for kids to hear because it's violent and negative. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, it's the lamest mom ever. That's why the other mom was cool, because she's like, ooh, I see ghosts and stuff. <laughs> and, you know, and the kid can listen to gangster rap all they want. <laughs> Here, though, you're trapped. What music it's can you listen to? It's not even her mom. It's like... What music is even coming out nowadays that isn't rap? Nothing. It's all rap. 
Even Taylor Swift's a little sexy right now. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Oh, my God. So smoking. I saw her. I swear to God, across the street, you wouldn't believe what she was wearing. Power suit. <laughs> Holy guac. I was, she looked good. I was so intrigued that you had seen Taylor Swift in real life and hadn't told me. Mm. You should also encourage her to express herself through writing slam poetry, rap, or whatever medium speaks to her. Yeah, get her to make her own. That's it. Hi, my name's Sadie, and I'm really sad. All that's going to do is she's going to make a YouTube channel of her dressed in nothing but a bathing suit doing her sexy raps. Oh, my God. What the fuck are you talking about, Robin? <laughs> that's gross. That's grotesque. I won't stand for it. I won't sit for it. Her, her big sister's like, maybe we should try to emulate these people. And she'll be like, yeah, I'm like Nicki Minaj. And I got to say, this person got stuck with the worst big sister. Yeah, I know. She needs someone cool like me. Honestly, she needs someone that can, like, turn the chair around and sit on it backwards and say, all right, let's hey, rap man. for a bit. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's powwow. <laughs> let's have a powwow. Oh, you can't say that. Okay, let's talk. Let's learn about Rap. rhyming schemes. <laughs> a, B, A, B. Hey, my name's Brandon, and I'm really cool. Don't forget to stay in school. <laughs> that was really good. I spent three weeks writing that just for this show. Wow. I should probably read the rest, shouldn't I? I keep putting my phone down because I just get upset by this. And you want to drink your beer. I'm deep into it. Fortunately, there are po there are more positive media messages for kids to consume. The reboot of One Day at a Time, Netflix presents a great, funny, family, positive atmosphere where characters regularly Boring. talk about racism. Yeah. We're not sponsored by Netflix. Why the fuck are we pro like projecting this thing for them? Mm -mm. Give me the Kardashians or nothing. Exactly. Most importantly, you should. Most importantly, you two should do things together that don't involve media use. Sharing experiences will give you other things to talk about. Volunteering together at a Habitat for Humanity build or at your local Head Start program will widen her world and encourage you to develop her own strengths to help others. I'm sorry I picked, like, the worst fucking questions this week. Honestly. They are just, like, bland and boring. And honestly, I'm unsubscribing and quitting this podcast. A little reflective of your personality, but that's fine. Yeah, um, let's try and give some advice like it's our job. I just think that, okay, sure, give the kids some enriching experience. But, like, don't do something that she's going to hate mm. either. Like, do something fun. Go see live music that's good. Yeah, it's like, hey, while you're volunteering your time to help this kid, volunteer your time to help also, this like, other organization. Kendrick Lamar literally just won the Pulitzer this week, so, mm -hmm. like, rap is great. Yeah. So maybe widen your horizons, big sister. This was on April 18th. He won the Pulitzer before that. Come on, that's a strong argument. Oh, my God. And then tell the kid about that, and then look yeah. up other Pulitzer winners, and... Yeah, because that'll work. I don't know. You like Kendrick Lamar will enjoy Johnny Boring over here with his fucking research and journalism. Did you find out that corn is actually different than you well, thought it, it was? Well, it would be he won the Pulitzer. Who cares? He won the Pulitzer for poetry, I think. So, read maybe there's other good poets. No, there's not. There's tons of other good poets. Do you read poetry? No, you don't. Don't lie to me like that. Don't even try and move your eyes around like, oh, maybe I've heard of a couple. Uh, Shel Silverstein, I believe, is a well-known poet. Uh, Dr. Seuss rhymes a little every now and then. I don't sound anything like that. Because you don't read enough poetry. What do you think about this question? Um, I wish... Uh... 
I wish it was better. I wish this big sister was doing more fun things. I would it think they just like... should do a better matchup, you know? Like, mm-hmm. have someone... If, if the girl is into... Like that kind of thing. Find an adult who yeah. is like a cool artist who does cool things. They should match them up based on like their preferences and their like. But the only people who have time to do this program mm-hmm. are people probably. I'm probably offending someone who listens to this who is a big sister or big brother, but it's probably like the housewives and <gasps> like people who have a lot of time. Who has time? Yeah, honestly, when you work like 40 hours and then on the weekend you're like, sorry, friends, I can't go out to the bar. I'm being a big brother right now. I mean, that's noble as hell. And yeah. like, if a dude were to say that to me, I'd be like, call me later. But no, he doesn't have time because he's looking after the, the little brother. I'm sure they're in bed by 11. Mm-mm. They're out <laughs> listening to gangster rap at all hours of the night. Take me with you. <laughs> this is a big brother, little brother thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I think they, I think the program needs to do a better job of matching candidates. Mm-hmm. And I think this lady needs to lighten up a bit. I think she oh needs God, to dude. broaden is... her horizons. I, Listen is... to Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, Be humble. Honestly. Damn. <laughs> All right. What are we at? 48 minutes? Cool. I got one. You got one. Everyone's like, oh, thank God. Robin's Everyone's back. like, holy fuck. I thought it was going to end now. Okay. I apologize for how bad Robin is on the podcast this week. You hear that, Robin's mom? She's trying her best, but sometimes her best ain't good enough. It's Marilyn. Marilyn, let's give her a Mallard? shout out. Marilyn. Marilyn? Like Monroe. Like the fish. <laughs> okay, ready? I am ready. Uh, okay, I'm ready. So this is... Uh, okay, I'm ready. Okay, good. Um, so this is also from Mallory. Uh, okay. Um, from Dear Prudence. Brody. Can you remember that? Do you think in 10 minutes you're going to ask me? Probably, dude. Okay. You know me by now. I, I do. Okay, so this one's called Daughter's Friend Being in Wedding. Daughter's? Wait, wait, let me just think about this for a second. My daughter's friend. Being in wedding. It's not a clear title. Let's dive in. Are you sure they didn't mean weeding? Pretty sure. Okay. My 27-year-old daughter and her best friend Katie have been best friends since they were four. Katie practically grew up in our house and is like a daughter to me. That's nice. It is. My daughter recently got engaged to her fiancé and announced that Katie would be the maid of honor. Katie's boyfriend is also a good friend of my future son-in-law. The problem is... I lost everything there. Future son-in-law? Katie's boyfriend is good friends with the future son-in-law. With the fiancé. Okay. So Katie and bride, BFFs. Mm -hmm. And then... Katie's husband... No, boyfriend. Yeah. So the two dudes are friends and the two girls are friends. You got it? Sick, bro. Double date, yo. Yeah, oh my for god. Life. The problem. Ready? Oh wait, there's a problem. Oh shit. Okay, wait one second. Let me just Okay, I thought this was just good news. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get going. The problem is that Katie walks with a pretty severe limp due to a birth defect, not an underlying medical issue. She has 18 legs. She has no problem wearing high heels and has already been fitted for the dress. Dude, I really hope they tell us what the defect is. Can you just let me read? Mm, But I still think it will look unsightly if she's in the wedding procession limping ahead of my daughter. It's not all about you, lady. This is a crazy question. So so wait, this is the mother-in-law writing in. 
thinking that she's like, oh. This is the mother of the bride writing in about the bride's choice for maid of honor. And she's offended by this because the maid of honor has a limp. Oh, my God. That's crazy. And wait, so, I'm sorry. I, I just... Her best friend her for like twenty friend. years or something the, crazy like, like that. Like a child. Grew or up like in a, our house. Yeah, like a, their own daughter. But but she's uh, mm, yeah, she's got a little limpy. Limp. Mm. She's got a limp, and uh, it's unsightly. It's <laughs> unsightly. It's unsightly. When you see it, you're like, oh, that's a limper right oh, there. Oh, what is up with the maid of honor? This is unsightly. This is the worst wedding I've ever been to. Could you imagine? Um, I mentioned this to my daughter. Oh, God, here we go. And suggested that maybe Katie could take video or hand out programs while sitting. She doesn't even want her to stand. She's like, we cannot have limpy limpersons at this wedding. Get the girl a chair and a job to do. Yeah, she can hand out. Put her to work. Wait, did you say pamphlets? Like programs. like For the wedding that they're at? Yeah. It's a wedding. Guess what? Noon, they're getting married. 2 p.m. <laughs> get shit-faced have... <laughs> drunk. What the fuck is a brochure doing at a wedding? Wed- all weddings have them. No, they don't. <laughs> no! <laughs> yes. My wedding won't! <laughs> well, you, you, good luck to wait, wait, your well, bride. Oh, my God. And they're already at the wedding. Why do they need to know more information about the wedding? You are getting sidetracked by something that's a non-issue here. I'm never going to get married, am I? Definitely not. All right. You'll find a wonderful wife who cares for you, and that'll be good for you and not so good for her. Um, I, yeah, so she mentioned to her daughter that Katie could take video or handout programs while sitting so she doesn't ruin the aesthetic aspect of the wedding. My daughter is no longer speaking to me. The aesthetic aspect of the wedding was standing, and uh, she conflicts with that. Uh, the theme is no limping, and the theme is healthy bodies, and you don't belong no here. No birth defects allowed, Katie. <laughs> Get your limp out of here. Oh my um, God. Yeah, my daughter is no longer speaking to me. We were never that close. <laughs> what? Because you're wait, a bitch mom. Wait, so she literally spends half the story talking about how close she was to her daughter's best friend. And it's like, the real daughter, though, eh, not that much. Well, I think she's like, it's just a crazy bitch mom. Like, Oh, I fucking hope Prudence rips into her about this. Oh, ri- wait for the the ending is oh, strong. She ends God. strong. Um. My daughter is no longer speaking to me. We were never that close. But this is her big wedding, and I want it to be perfect. All the other bridesmaids will look gorgeous walking down the aisle with my daughter. Is it wrong to have her friend sit out? Not just her friend. The friend who who the bride chose to be her maid of honor. So, like, her closest friend. And it's not even, like, a maid of honor that she's never met. She's raised this maid of honor. She's like, "Mm, honey... She's the maid of honor, and this bitch mom is maid of dishonor, okay? <laughs> Fuck this mother-in-law. This no, is honest, crazy. She should sit down in a volcano. The mom. Uh, sure, fine. There's simpler ways, but to... to well, we don't know where the wedding is. Um, This... Have you been to a wedding? I just you went to recently, one. Yeah. Just went to one. Were you the bride, the, the bride of honor, the maid of honor? I was a guest. Thankfully, did you sit? I it was a Catholic wedding, so I sit, I sat, and I stood, and I sat, and I stood. What does that mean? 
they do that a lot. I had never been to a Catholic wedding and people were like, oh, you'll get your exercise. And they kept saying that to me. They're like, oh, there's a New Brunswick. Can you tell I did my New Brunswick voice? Oh, you'll get your, you'll get your exercise. You'll that's get your for exercise sure. There, bud. And uh, I was like, what does that mean to my friend who was getting married? And she's like, oh, like at Catholic weddings, everyone sits and then you have to stand. And the priest is like, let us stand, let us sit. You may be seated or whatever. It was a long, long afternoon. Thank God this wedding that this if my friend is listening, is um, I would like to just state for the record that it was a beautiful wedding. And just uh, next time you get married, a lot more sitting and a lot less standing. A please. lot less limping. Mm-hmm. It was unsightly. Um, okay, so I think we just need because I know that the answer to this is killer because I've read it and I would like to share it with you. Okay, just real quick though. Yeah. Um, I feel like this episode is a focus on weird uh, mother-in-laws. It is, actually. It's a theme. They're spiritual. They are... uh, What's the word where you're, like, racist against people with disabilities? Discrimination. Ableist? Ableist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this bitch is unable to enjoy her daughter's wedding, okay? Well, she might not get invited because she's... (gasps) They're not even speaking. Yeah, because, you know, it's just my daughter. I don't really care that much about her, I think it would be hilarious if the bride just got everyone to limp down the aisle. (laughs) You know, like, oh, you know, I have to have my mom there, even though she's a bitch. Front row center, like, the bride limps. all, And then, like, maid of honor comes out and is, like, just looks normal. I can't wait for your wedding one day. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Will you be my maid of honor? I'll be your limp of honor. (laughs) Will you be my dude of honor? Hell yeah, dude. That would be so fun. Hell yeah, man. (laughs) Dude, I'll fucking swallow the ring. That's how crazy I'll be at your wedding. Cool. Where's the ring? Oh, oh, oh. Except I can't do that. You would make the worst, the most long-winded speech at the wedding. I'd clang like my glass against the champagne thing until it just broke, and I just keep slamming it into the broken shards of glass. My future husband's gonna love you. I won second place in a public speaking contest in second grade. I wish you would bring some of those skills to this podcast. It was fourth grade, actually. Oh, uh, you haven't improved your speaking skills since. It was about Lego. You still talk about that a lot. And in grade seven, I wrote a speech about Harry Houdini. And I did pretty well with that, I think. So what I'm saying is that I'll write your speeches for you, and I'll read the speeches for you. Thank you. All right, let's go on. So this is the answer. Okay. I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around this letter. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to reread it and to ask <laughs> yourself that time-honored question, do I sound like a villain in a Reese Witherspoon movie? <gasps> Damn. Wait, 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 wait. Which Reese Witherspoon movie has villains in it? Literally all the chick flicks she's mm. ever done. Not election. Do I like think of Legally Blonde? I've never seen Legally Blonde, and I fucking you call, love Reese Witherspoon. You call yourself a Reese Witherspoon fan, and you have never seen Legally Blonde. We call ourselves Reese's pieces. <laughs> you, you've never seen Legally Blonde. No, because here's the thing. Um, For our listeners, Gorian loves I Reese send you Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon Instagrams every day Big Little Lies I watched the first two episodes I love it I have seen the whole thing and it's so good I'm so glad you're watching it oh yeah um, Laura Dern yeah it's like all your favorite I ladies Gorian loves like middle aged blonde beautiful actresses in a power suit <laughs> yeah yeah so 
just I just want people to know why I'm so shocked you haven't seen Legally Blonde because Gorian is obsessed. Do they with have like wacky Horseman. villains in them? I guess. Well, it's like well the, the yeah and like it's very um, I don't know what's the word. Uh, oh my brain has stopped working. You're so stupid sometimes. <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm sorry for people listening. Shallow. Like, the things, you know, they're, like, very concerned with dumb things. Mm, okay. The villains. You know, they're harmless but stupid. Okay. Uh, like, like this me. woman. Like you. Harmless and stupid. That's um, stupid. So, I encourage you to reread it and ask yourself that time-honored question. Do I sound like a villain in a Reese Witherspoon movie? You are presumably sympathetic to your own situation and are invested in making sure that you come across as reasonable and as caring as possible. And yet you have written this letter indicating yourself at every turn. Oh, indicting yourself at every turn. You this- know what's, I'm sorry. I was just real quick. You know what's crazy about this specific advice column article is that we don't often get the point of view of the villain. Because it's usually like, oh... They're always making themselves out to be a victim. Yeah, it's always... Well, I mean, like, but most of the time, they are the victim, right? They're the ones getting their tubs of butter eaten by someone else. But this time, (laughs) it's like... No, no, it's like... Have you ever had, like, a friend or something like that? Like, tells you this whole spiel about how she's the one in the right? And you're like, this bitch is not anywhere near being right. And then you write to an advice column being like, Mm -hmm. how do I deal with my loser villain friend? All my friends say I'm wrong. But Amy, I'm right. Am I right? (laughs) Exactly. Um, This girl is like a daughter to you, and yet you want to (laughs) shove her to the side of your daughter's wedding just because she walks with a limp? Your daughter's wedding will be perfect with Katie as a full and honored member of the bridal party. A limp is not a fly in the ointment. It's a part of Katie's life. Hold on. There's a fly in my ointment. (laughs) Get that fly out of my ointment! Ew, what is your ointment for? Fly repellent. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh at that joke. (laughs) Um, It is not only wrong to have asked your daughter to consider excluding her best friend over this. It's ableist and cruel. (gasps) Wow, G. Oh, my God. Didn't didn't last episode two, I got the exact same answer as the person? It was about the toddlers and the sex toys. And it was verbatim what I was saying the whole time. Okay. You don't need to get I'm all right, cocky about it. I'm right. You're wrong. You're weak. I'm strong. <laughs> it's ableist and cruel, and it speaks to a massive failure of empathy, compassion, and grace on your part. You must and should apologize to your daughter immediately, and I encourage you to profoundly reconsider the orientation of your heart. Oh, my God. She you, ripped a new one for her. What a beautiful way to call someone... A horrible bitch to say, I encourage you to profoundly (laughs) reconsider the orientation of your heart is amazing. That is genius wording. Do you ever think that the people that write these columns, the person they're writing them about finds the columns? Like, what if the daughter reads this? How, what if the limper reads this? That's why they don't use names. Oh, yeah. It's another limpy friend of a daughter's at a wedding. It could I'm happen. sure she knows that it's obviously I'm about sure her. I'm sure this is not the first time a mother's gone. I guarantee you I can find this gone. wedding and go to it. <laughs> she should uninvite the mom and invite Mallory. Yeah, because Mallory sounds 
legit. Mallory's fucking awesome. I I would love to have Mallory on this show. You know, Mallory has a podcast. We could plug Carl it. Carl has a has a podcast. Mallory has a podcast. Robin and Gorian have a podcast. Had a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Today's our good. last episode because this episode ain't that good. All right. <laughs> it's about to end soon, and you're fucking excited because we made you listen to this, and you're like, okay, they're going a bit longer today. All right, I'll I'll give them benefit of the doubt. Oh, these are all really sad and fucking weird. Okay. Um, yours were mine were great. I checked mine like five minutes before we started recording because I had to set up everything. It's hard being me you are my room is filled with ghosts and spirits <laughs> you are an unsympathetic character we should do a podcast from the oldest house in nova scotia new brunswick that'd be great all right let's so that was the end of the uh yeah what do you think i think mallory's spot on i think this woman is a total lunatic mm-hmm. who has really messed up priorities and um yeah i think she needs to check herself yeah. What do you think? I'm on Team Mallory. Um, of course you are. I think she's 100% right. Um, I think that this is one of those situations where, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but have you ever, like, kind of lost it at someone or, like, been really mad and you write up a whole thing and send it and then you reread it, like, maybe it's a days later, months, years later, but you're, like, cringy. You're like, oh, oh yeah. my God, I can't believe I did that. The I sent that time- love note. I sent that dick pic. How could I have done that? <laughs> How many <sighs> how many regrettable dick pics have you sent? Do you think? I Ball never park. regret Ball a park. dick pic. Out of here, dude! Are you kidding me? You would just send them with pure confidence. You expect them when you get to know me, you know? No, you don't. I've never sent one before. You've never sent a dick pic at all. No, because you should try and keep that record if that is indeed true. Um, if anyone's ever received a dick pic from Gorian, please let me know. Please don't let us know because <laughs> I keep that shit a secret. Okay, so listen, Mallory says. Talk to your daughter. We say talk to your daughter. Yeah. I think we nailed this one. I think we nailed all of them today. Yes, we did. I think um, it's been a good it's been a good afternoon. Yeah, we've been going on for just over an hour now. Um, for whoever the hell's still listening, thank you so much for tuning in thank all the way to the so end. So truly, truly. We guarantee you. Thank it'll you, mom. be better next week. Thank you, mom. Thank you, mom. Thank you, Carvel. Thank you, Mallory. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, guys. Uh, if you uh, guys want to check us out and peep us. Yeah. Uh, my friend Allie played uh, our podcast in an Uber the other night. Because no they were talking to a podcast. And she's like, my friend does one. Amazing. And he's like, oh, can I listen to it? And they listened to it. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't. So you got to do. You got to put it out in the world. You got to just be open to it. Mr. Uber driver, I'll give you five stars if you give us five stars on iTunes where you yes, can check us out. Please rate us, subscribe, comment. Mm-hmm. It's really helpful. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at. Uh, at Bad Vice Podcast. Yeah. And we promise next time Gorian uh, won't be drinking so much beer. No, I'm not promising jack spit. Okay. <laughs> If anything, more I'll beer. double the amount. <laughs> the second we turn this off, I am getting friggin' enamored. Yeah, I need some more gin. Um, we're gonna be on a podcast. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna be on someone else's podcast. Yeah. In, about um, in a couple of weeks. The first we, week of May, I think. Yeah, we're doing the Royal Canadian movie, movie podcast. podcast. Yeah, movie podcast where they talk about a different Canadian movie every episode. Yeah. So check them uh, out. I I wish this podcast was us talking about movies because it would be way less sad and way more movie filled <laughs> but well, you know jack we about get to movies. be on it yeah, yeah i've never seen any movie ever except legally blonde um 
yeah so thank you guys for listening thank and you so much. Uh, tune in you. next week new yeah. episodes every thursday we'll see you next thursday bye bye